0: This is an Area Code podcast.
1: You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeitel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special uh, social quarantined episode, Social Distancing episode of uh, Table of Malcontents. Uh, I'm Aaron, and with me, as always, are Dave and our, um, because we have failed to adequately uh, introduce <laughs> her as such to this point, our new co-host, Scarlett Hildebidel. <laughs>
2: I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm very happy. You, listen, you guys were kind of unclear. I, was, I left the last recording saying, Brandon, I think they want me to be a new co-host, but... I'm getting like mixed signals. I'm not sure. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So I'm very happy about this.
1: Well, I'm glad that we could, uh, I'm glad (laughs) we could clear things up. Um, You know, I was (laughs) thinking about some kind of joke that would, um, that would play into that, but it would just sound weird. So we're not doing that. Aaron, Um, Dave is already the king of weird.
0: Weird gifts. Oh, so no. Let's
1: not uh, talk
2: about this. Oh, nope. <laughs> and again, oh, no.
0: Yeah, there's, there's no record of it anymore unless someone screenshot that bad boy. Well, but here's also the problem well, I just happened social, to have.
2: It's social quarantine, and so everyone's been staring at their phones nonstop, Dave. So I'm sure the whole Twitter <laughs> saw it.
0: Well, uh, absolutely. Uh, R- Richard Harbison, big shout out to Richard. He's the one who caught it. And, and first, I'm in a meeting, of course. This is the problem. You a-, <laughs> a-, a is here's what we've learned. Scarlett reminded me watch the GIF GIF all the way through.
2: Yes. Um, yeah.
0: You know, which, and, and also probably not a good idea to do this while you're multitasking in a meeting while you're trying to pay attention <laughs> no. to something else as well. No. <laughs> so, uh, That's a good but, lesson. That's a good again, life lesson for but us all. For, for, for the re- record, the, um, Inappropriateness of the uh, GIF was was pointed toward Aaron. For the record, I just really want to make that clear. All right, so he so, gets to so feel so it like was something.
2: intentional, but it was toward Aaron. That makes sense. A-
0: absolutely, I'm just I'm going <laughs> to declare that that's who, who who is the character that in there that shall not be named. You Perfect. know,
1: I'm not sure how I should feel about that. Um, it's, I'm going to have to report this to our uh, our podcast HR department, and, you, uh, and we're going to go through some sensitivity training and uh yeah. you know Mo-
0: this is more reasons why uh, there is social distancing right now so. absolutely
1: yeah mm-hmm. absolutely no, <laughs> i i feel really uncomfortable right now <laughs> so <laughs> But That's normal. So it's fine. Um, so guys, we are obviously not meeting together in person because we do not want to violate uh, social quarantines or anything like that. Um, we want to be good, responsible podcast hosts and uh, not get anyone not risk getting anyone sick and not and limiting our exposure to the outside world these are uh, these are important things you know for an introvert like myself uh, this is actually the thing I have been waiting for for my entire life <laughs>
0: yeah. and uh,
1: you know I've been I've been in training for it and I'm ready
0: but but are you really like so every introvert out there, of course, is just you know an absolute joy due to this.
1: Yeah, but I am. I
0: want to talk to that person weeks from now, though, after they've been stuck in their house or apartment or whatever, um, and and making the assumption they can only go out for like some basic essentials when the time is right. So you know, um, like you know what I mean, like because because like a lot of introverts they get their energy from being alone and having time to write time. To do to read watch a show by their by themselves but at the end of the day they still do love people like i i lend toward being more of an introvert but i'm also like i i i like being around people too i just can't do it all the time That's sure the
1: and i mean you know i'm not anti-people but at the same time i also <laughs> had a, a season in life in which i'm pretty sure i didn't talk to another person for close to a year wow that was Whoa. high school, so I was moody, and uh, it was great. So I mean, aside from like basic um, required communication for for things, it was barely talked to anybody. So there we go. Dang huh. man, I really? wow, yeah,
0: that's that's some, that's some craziness. No and wonder I was all right. In, no wonder you got into Nick Hornby. Gosh, Gosh. <laughs> Well, you know, you
1: know, I uh, wow. I resonate. Resonates uh, so. out
0: well, well. I'll say this I, I, I as I've noticed, you two are in your, in your homes, yes. Um, um, and so how are you doing with uh, with the kids around all the time?
1: Well, um, this whole situation has, um, because I'm also working from home full time right now, um. Uh, my employer has uh, been very wise in making making that decision and uh, it has ma- made, made motivated some real changes here at that Chateau Armstrong. So we are um, so we're actually setting my setting me up with a desk for the first time ever uh, um, since we've moved here so that will be coming later today as of this on on Wednesday the 18th of March we're, so
0: there we go. Wow. Wow. Right, cool. Well, Scarlett, mm. how are you doing?
2: <clears throat> well, I'm doing okay. You know, I homeschool. So like, mm. it's not, well, here's the thing. We were going to be gone for spring break. Brandon was going to speak at Beach Reach in Panama City. And so we already planned on taking the week off. Being home isn't weird for me because we are home a lot. But I'm one of those that's like, I don't know if I extrovert, intro, ambivert. That's what I am. Like, I love being alone and all that. But I like being alone in settings where there's people and being out and about. Does so that make sense? Like Dave, when you said introverts are gonna have trouble in a few weeks, I feel like even introverts want to at least be around people or like out in the world. Yeah. So that's the thing that's hard for you know, being home with the whole family isn't that weird for me. But not being able to go places, because I love going places. And so that's been weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. And well, in each of us we have um we have four other people in our in our homes um, the we in this case being you and me Scarlett so mm-hmm. it's not like we don't have a lot of background noise or people noise it's just the same people every day
2: yeah. right <laughs>
0: That yeah. Sounded yeah, so bad. <laughs> the same people, the same Unfortunately, people.
1: you know, and yeah. and they're great. We we love them, and you know, and uh, and of course, I love Brandon as well. So um, I'm re- actually really sad right now with all the social quarantining that I don't get to uh, bother him more. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 we, we, uh, we did a big load up last week in my, and yes, the reason I was asking you guys this too and for listeners they I'm already being uh, shamed. Uh, I am at my office today. Now for the record, there's, How only-,
1: dare you.
0: <laughs> there's only four of us. It's like a townhome office thing. We all have our own offices. My door is closed. We we certainly say hi to each other, but we have plenty of distance and yeah. we've wiped down surfaces really well. Um, mm-hmm. And all of us are just, Kind of going back home each day, you know. Um, it, we're probably falling to that 10 or, or fewer people in terms of congregating. But uh, yeah, it's a—it uh, still is strange because i, I, I mean, I, I like the mix of people, but I just know, like, I can't, I can't, I can't operate really well when I'm kind of around people all of the time. So it's just a mixture. I think what I'm missing is the mixture. It's—it's uh, it's having that ability, as you're saying, Aaron, like go walk around the office and talk to people yeah. just about whatever. And so, yeah. but. But, you know, we, uh, we are talking books in this podcast. We it's sure also are. a joyous time, uh, you know, to tackle whatever, um, we want in terms of books, but, uh, but even me, you know, what has been fascinating. I, in the past week, some of my wife and kids, they, they have, have quarantined themselves the past six days. So they're mm-hmm. a little ahead of the curve in terms of how most in our area have done, but, um, but I know my wife's like, "You're not. Don't go out to eat. Just stay in your office and this and that." I'm like, "I know. That's what I'm doing." Um, but yeah. um, but um, you know, and so now it's funny. Now we're. I think it was probably this past weekend. The majority of people started doing this. Um, oh yeah. And uh, and now it's okay. Are you gonna? Are you going crazy? Are you actually? doing things you set out to do such as, you know, read books, have a mixture of that and technology and uh, we're doing pretty well so far, but I really haven't had been able to like have the time to concentrate and read a book yet. And part of it's cause I've just been working as well. But you um, know, at night the kids have wanted to save the time to watch a movie together. Great. Awesome. So we've done that, but um, it, it's a, uh, it's just fascinating and it's, it's hard not to think about, you know, (laughs) books around the topic of isolation and apocalypse and, or post apocalypse and, uh, and so on, which is, to me, it doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't look at what's going on and say, Oh yeah, this is that exact same thing happening in this movie or that book. And there certainly are parallels, no doubt about that. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wonder, you know, to watch people out there who don't have a hope in Christ, like how do you, how do you filter all the information in terms of books that talk about this subject? Um, I don't know, so I'll start out just kind of the conversation that way. I mean, are are there other books that you love right now that are post-apocalyptic, and like, are you seeing similar things, or is it a matter of just more just intrigue? Like to me, I just like reading that genre, anyways. So I think it's fascinating. <laughs> Well,
2: doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the weird thing about not doing this in person is you, you're more forced to kind of wait and see if another person's going to talk, like when you're on the. Yeah. Um, I haven't read a lot of this genre, but I'm thinking about the book I read. I talked about it when I was on this podcast a year ago, One Second After. Um, yeah. It's about an EMP strike. But anyway, w- I was thinking about it back then because we moved out to a farm and we like planted a a garden like as people would do if it was the end of the world and i told you guys last time i was on here that we're trying to sell our farm but let me tell you i'm kind of (laughs) glad that it hasn't sold yet this week because it's weird man it kind of feels like the end of the world anyway i'm gonna I'm going to defer to Aaron because I haven't read a whole lot in this genre.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I haven't. Uh, I've been staying out of the post-apocalyptic stuff lately, <laughs> um, probably for my health. Um, you know, you know, I when we're living in a potential post-apocalyptic nightmare, I uh, I tend to I tend to read opposite of that. So I'm looking mm-hmm. for utopian visions right now. But um, <laughs> but I mean. I'm, I'm trying to think of the last one that I read. I mean, I mean, there's uh children of men is probably one of the more recent ones that I can think of, yeah. um, which is yeah. really dark, yes. really dark. Oh my gosh. So dark. Yeah. Um, but and, and, I mean, and you got to explain
0: the premise to the listeners though. Oh gosh.
1: Um, well, I mean, basically we're the world has um, it's I'm going to probably butcher it, but, um, the basic premise is that um, the world has has reached this state where there there haven't been children who have been born in in about 20 years kind of thing and um, you know just crazy crazy stuff going on. Um, and um, then a then a child is all of a sudden born and um, it's one dude uh, one dude trying to protect his mom and uh, and going from there. So mm-hmm.
2: I want to read that but maybe not today.
1: <laughs> no, no. And the movie was actually quite nice too. It was well done. It was again really dark but really well done. Um So, um so I mean that's certainly something um I mean you could you could make an argument that um actually this is an ar- i this is veering away from from books and into kids movies actually this is uh emily's theory on all of the the tinkerbell fairy movies is that it is a um post-technological society that there was some sort of cataclysm and all of the magic that they have is actually there, um, is is actually them using the technology that they don't really understand how it works. It just does. So um, that's another view of things as well. If you want to add a twist to um, really irritatingly awful uh, children's programming, but... uh,
0: I, I you no, know, I, I get, you know, all that. And I. Um, um, so I guess it kind of goes the question, too, of what should we be escape reading things to escape right now? Uh, should we or what should we be reading to escape? Should, no, should just should we. So, well, you know, if we're recommending books in terms of… Yeah. Know what to read, like, and I'm not saying, hey, go read The Road, go read uh, Station (laughs) 11 or World War Z, just but like, no, but like, as you said, like, read furry stories, go back and read Tolkien, go back and read uh, whatever book that uh, gets you out of whatever zone you're in right now.
2: Yeah, I think Um, I agree with Aaron that it's better to read escapism books that are not about what might actually be happening right now.
0: (laughs) yes
1: yeah um, this is um, I would definitely say you should read books that are going to um, fill you with hope and joy and um, and things like this as opposed to uh, being fashionably sad um, and as someone who is professionally ha- fashionably sad that's a that's a that's a hard thing for me um, Aww. Yeah. Aww. yeah but I, I have a commitment to um, to you both and to all of our listeners and, and to all the world, in fact, during this <laughs> serious time of crisis, the one thing that you can always count on with me is, is that I will always be wearing a black shirt.
2: Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Good, thank you.
1: <laughs> I need I know y'all needed a little bit of stability in your lives and so this is what I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. giving you.
2: <laughs> Let me tell you guys, um so I've group texts with my side of the family and Brandon's and Brandon is a big time reader and he actually I was talking to him about this podcast today and just talking about books and he group texted his family and said, "Let's all try to read two books a week for the next 3 weeks." And one fiction and one nonfiction. Anyway, so we're all kind of going through talking about what we're reading on his group tech. And I thought, I think it's a good idea right now to read, like you said, Aaron, like a book that will give us joy and hope, like a book about, I, I want to read books about Jesus and like eternal things and not yeah. <laughs> things that are going to take my mind off of the craziness that way, but also escapism in the way of like, let me read something to forget.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to oh, absolutely!
0: Doom right now. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I'll say this too. And this is why the the just the discipline of reading, period. Like this is an opportunity right now because people have time. Unless you're a health professional or a pastor who's trying to counsel people on a regular basis or work is still overwhelming in a, in a good way, it's just different. The reality is you just have a little more time, especially kids. And uh, so it's an opportunity. It's also this kind of wake up to me just saying, okay, like this is why... You, we should be reading on a regular basis no matter what because yeah. you just don't know what life is to bring, whether it is, as you're saying, Scarlet, a great nonfiction book, which is meant to teach, to educate in some way, um, or provide entertainment, too, of, of whatever the topic is. But the reality is you're gleaning things from that, lessons. And then a fiction book, we've talked plenty on this podcast, the fact of how we learn through story. But I just... I'm just amazed because going through this over the last few weeks, kind of leading up to it becoming that much worse is I started thinking of all these just lessons I learned through books. And, and, and yes, I know Aaron's tired of me talk about like team of teams from, you know, but it's funny seeing Stanley McChrystal on TV right now, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and him uh, talking about leadership and saying, and like, I've heard him write about these things for years, but now he's trying to give counsel to leaders to how to be prepared for this. But right now it's, how do you deal with it right now? And the reality is a life lived well is about preparation in terms of how to deal with these things too. So it's, it's fascinating. So my, my hope in all this too, is people to say, you know what, don't, there, people are going to read a lot of books, hopefully, as, as, as you guys are outlining Scarlett, you and Brandon, um, but when the things do calm down, and they will calm down, um, we just don't know exactly when that will be. Unless the world it, is ending right now. Well, unless the world I mean, we can ahead. always hope that Jesus is coming back, and I that's know. fine. Totally. But then, yeah. but then it's over, and all is well. So right. um, You know <laughs> what I mean? So, But I feel like, okay, let's just make the assumption things will progress to become better. Um, and... You know, have we developed new disciplines that will help us through whatever else that's hard through life? Because if there's one thing, too, it's fascinating and to look at just history. You know, wh- who are people interviewing right now about this? They're trying to find people who have been yeah. through the, the Depression, World War II, yeah. through the. V- vietnam and they felt like the country was coming apart and whatever other disaster in the past 9 11 they're trying to think what can we learn from those things well we always can be learning from the past go ahead yeah
2: i want to tell you you just reminded me of this tweet i saw that i'm going to read and i have to find it first but um (laughs) okay speaking of the depression it made me laugh but it was also like oh man um wait where is it where is it oh no hold on hold on (laughs) It's is real bad. Do you I'm sorry.
0: Who tw- who okay, you here it is. It's Rob okay.
2: Collingsworth. Um, okay. He said somebody liked it and, re- and retweeted it or something, so I saw it. He said my Nini lived through the Great Depression and kept every Sara Lee disposable tin she ever used, like hundreds. All that to say, when my grandchildren wonder why their pop always has a thousand rolls of toilet paper in the garage, there will at least be a reason. And I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you know, how many of us have grandparents that you know lived through, through the Great Depression and and save everything. And, you know, I, I don't save things. I'm more of a let's purge the clutter. Um, yeah. but wow. Yeah. Like going through something like this, how is this going to affect the behavior of this generation as far as,
0: you know, I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, it, 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 it what, what's beautiful about it too is, Hey, uh, you know, and I anonymous know, you're used to homeschooling your kids, Aaron, you, you, you all certainly have too, even though yeah. I know they've, they've gone to school, um, Uh, the public schooling, but the reality is like, man, what, like, I'm trying to imagine all these families around the U S and around the world who may not be used to this in terms of like how much time they're around their family or other people that they love. And what, just what that does in a wonderful way. And I'm sure it brings up other painful things too, but, you know, but think of the things that they're forced to do that Mm -hmm. the comforts that they don't have anymore. And 10 years from now, 20 years from now, how their lives will have been changed by going through this process that that excites yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's, uh, there's some really cool potential things that that can come out of this. I mean, one of the really important things, and I mean, we're being very sincere today and and I'm not sure how I feel about this guys. I'm going to need to work <laughs> on it. But, uh, one of the things that, that is very, is, is very cool to come out of the, uh, that could come out of this is our, our understanding of just how much we actually do need community. I mean, I oh, yeah. make jokes about, you know, my, my deep love of alone time and I do love my alone time a lot, but, um, but just the fact that it's like, we we're we're built to, we're built for community. We're, we're designed for it. We're, we're intended for it. And so we, um, so I think that there's a new appreciation of it that can come out of this, and and hopefully, hopefully, it starts with an appreciation for the people who we are so we are we are quote unquote stuck in quarantine with, as well. Um, and you know, maybe it maybe it spreads out from there. A new like maybe we have the potential to um, be a little more open handed in terms of the the hurts that we that we hold on to um where or the offenses that that we've perceived have happened and and things like that um that maybe we can actually have a healthy kind of community going forward and um and uh, you know that would be a really great thing to see yeah yeah all right totally. so um, so here's, here is a, uh, another question, another question for us, um, in this time, Dave, understanding that you as a very busy man have a meeting in about 20 minutes or less. <laughs> so, um, we want to be, we want to be effective with our time. We want to be efficient and, uh, and thoughtful. Um, this is, this is how the, uh, the situation is having its effect on me regarding you. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but one of the things that I think is really cool that I've started to see is uh, people coming up with these ideas of um, online book clubs and, mm. and things like this that it's like, how do we um, and, you know, online read-alouds and so um, something I was really encouraged by was to see um, Mo Willems and uh, BJ Novak um, of um, yes, BJ Novak of The Office um, and yeah. He um, he's written
2: some great books. He has, oh he
1: goodness. has. Well, he um, he and Mo Willems both have given um, blanket permission for teachers, parents, librarians, whomever, to actually do um, uh, record, record and post read alouds of their books for kids um, during this season, which is really really cool. Um, just yesterday, I saw that Andrew Peterson. Um, our good friend of the good friend of uh, of i'm gonna say good friend of the podcast even though um you know he really only knows dave but uh he can be our friend it's fine absolutely Um, absolutely everybody if they're on our show once they're our friend my
2: best friend just That's kidding, right. I've never met him or anything. I'm, I'm no.
1: Well, now we have a reason to get him on for a third time. So um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just won't we just won't be in person with him. <laughs> so, no, no, yeah. we will
1: we will social distance and uh, and it'll probably work out well. But um, but he's actually doing a uh, nightly read aloud from "On the Edge of the Dark Sea of Darkness." starting on Friday, March 20th um, via Facebook live. So um, that is a free plug for our listeners. Um, If you guys uh, go and check that out, do look up Andrew Peterson on Facebook. He will be doing that every Friday night at seven o'clock and, Mm -hmm. uh, and he'll be doing that until the book is done. So that, um, so that's really cool. Um, I love that he's doing stuff like that. Um, I've been debating whether or not we start us we start an online book club.
2: I love that idea.
0: Uh, I'm game. I mean, we're okay. gonna argue over which book, but I'm
1: in. I mean, well, we've <laughs> Didn't we talked talk about, about one
2: last week. We, we did. We it?
1: talked about the Three Body Problem as being uh, as being one that we need to read together, and That's uh, true. and so we could potentially um, bring in a whole bunch of people if we could figure out how to make it good. <laughs> um like just in terms of how do we how do we make that setup so that's that's my assignment that i'm giving to me and uh and we'll figure that out
2: okay my assignment that i'm giving to me is i'm starting an instagram for this podcast
1: yes yes and you're running it too which makes me and i'm running it too Yep. <laughs> so well, check
2: us out on Instagram.
1: There you go. There you go. What, at, I don't whatever.
2: know what it's at yet, but we'll uh, we'll get you. that
1: figured out. Um, okay. yeah. Worst case, I'll set it up and then you can uh, and then you yes, can take it over. Perfect. Okay. Done. <laughs>
0: this is too good. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is how we do things here on this show.
2: Let's record the rest of the show just talking about the logistics of um, the show. I'm just kidding. Mm. I'm just kidding.
1: Mm.
0: I, I like that. I like it. I'm just kidding. All right. All right. Well, let, well, let me uh, let me take us back for a second. Um, are there any books that you all are reading aloud together as a family right now? Speaking of family uh, a book club, how about that?
1: Ooh, you have asked a great question. Um, mm-hmm. So, Scarlett, is it okay if I go ahead? Oh yeah. Okay. I just didn't want to be rude. So, You're the boss. Um, all right. <laughs> you are all right so uh so the armstrong family um and and i will fully admit this is primarily emily taking the lead on this um because she has um she's spun up a few of the things that they used to do when we homeschooled now that we are distance schooling, um, once schools start again. Um, but, uh, part of that has been read aloud time every day. And, um, so the kids and Emily are currently reading the alchemist with alchemist spelled with a Y by Michael Scott, but not Michael Gary Scott. (laughs) So um so it will not read like a child or plagiarized um <laughs> because of that. <laughs> so um that is the book that they're reading. Uh Emily says that it's a, a bit more of an action movie type of type of book and less of a thinky book. Um as far as what it's about, I could not tell you. I'm presuming it is about an alchemist.
0: Did uh, speaking of Uh, bad books with that title. Um, have you read, have you read, uh, Paula Coelho's book? (laughs)
1: Uh, I remember, um, people who are, I remember it being recommended by a lot of people, um, back in the day. And I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that when I was even more pretentious in my reading habits, I would have absolutely been all over it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but now that you're reading uh the notebook and other classics that you're you're open to this now
1: oh absolutely absolutely i mean i could pick this thing up tomorrow and get started so
0: <laughs> well I, I only mention it's uh, do you remember the term we used to call uh books that are um as bad as can be do you remember i think barnabas coined the sewage plays garbage <laughs> books yeah, we call we call yes. exactly. Well, that, that fits in that category. That was one of those where I remember, you know, of course, like everyone's read The Alchemist, not everyone, but you know, it's just one of those probably 20, 30 million people have purchased or read a book. And uh, I just thought, like, I don't get it. It's just poorly written. And I don't really like these characters. <laughs> in the and uh, I wanted to throw it. We're not burning things, we don't advocate burning, but that uh, I certainly <laughs> wanted to throw it. Um, but it was some version of a sewage place. so there you go. There we go. All right. Uh,
1: there we go. Well, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, as I was gonna say, that's good that you guys have been doing some read aloud. We have not really done it yet, although we've got the kids going on a bunch of audiobooks. And I would tell yeah. people too. I'm like, man. I mean, even though libraries for the most part are closing and bookstores, you can, by the way, you can still buy books at bookstores right now. Like ones down the street from your house. You just most of them have gone to a mode of Hey, call us yeah. <laughs> Order the book you want um, mm-hmm. and we'll bring it out to you <laughs> and we'll give you, know, he's pay by the phone. Yeah. Which uh, is great. Yeah. I mean, we bought a few books this week cause I Ainsley got through Percy Jackson and we are like, you know what? We need to support like Parnassus in town right now. There's another free plug for an indie store. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she called and she needed books three and four, I think. And I mean, yes, they're full price, but also like, man, places like that are going to need it right now. Well, so.
1: yeah. And, and, you know, that's actually something that we should mention again, as we're being sincere for, uh, for half of this episode, um, <laughs> let's, uh, do seriously, do what you can to support your local indie bookstores, both the ones that sell new material and the used ones as well. They're really going to need it. So do what you can. Um,
2: I feel sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I especially guilty. with, like, libraries cold, closed and whatnot, too, so.
2: Yeah, I feel guilty because we made a, a big Barnes & Noble stop and have ordered several Amazon books this week,
0: so I feel uh, guilty, I, sorry. No, 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 on the same end, I ordered I f- uh, four books through Amazon this week, too, So or yeah. last week, I think, so. I
1: mean, no. I haven't ordered yeah. any books recently from Amazon. I have ordered um, furniture, and it's been a failure. Um, but uh, I have learned that uh, I have learned what it is like to be on the um, the special handling list for customers, and uh, and it's it's a pretty g- great place to be.
2: What is that? What's the special handling? It's
1: list? It's, it's it's what they do with angry customers.
2: Really?
0: Uh huh.
2: <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I'm completely
0: um, serious. Please say
2: more right now to quote John Maliki. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, so I, uh, so back at the beginning of March, um, so we're talking in the Yule days of almost three weeks ago now, um, the, uh, you know, before all of the national crisis happened, um, mm-hmm. we had, uh, we ordered a bed for ourselves to replace cause we hadn't replaced one since like long before we left Canada. And, um, and so we ordered a new bed, we ordered a new bed frame, the, be- the mattress itself, um, didn't arrive initially because it was damaged, which was fine. Um, the second time around, um, it, it arrived, um, the second time around, um, and the, the bed frame itself never actually shipped until the day that it was supposed to be arriving. Um, so we talked to them, and they were, they were apologetic, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they gave us a little bit of promo credit for our trouble, and that was nice. Um, we, um, on the following Saturday, we, uh, we got a notification that the beds had been delivered, and I look outside, and they weren't there. And, uh, and it turned out they had been delivered to someone else.
2: Mm. So
1: I, uh, I was like, so what up? And, uh, and they, um, they they w- went and did some research they were you know as apologetic as they um could be according to their script and um they and set up um, send up set up a replacement order for everything to be delivered and all that fun stuff so last tuesday i feel like the, you're
2: leaving out important details oh okay keep going <laughs> yeah
1: so last tuesday the mattress arrives so we had um so up until last friday we had a mattress sitting in our um rolled up sitting in our dining room then um but the bed frame didn't arrive and still hadn't and was still not arriving and so i was just on the phone with them almost every single day for the last uh, for the better part of the last two weeks how and, much yelling um, was involved there were um there were strong words um oh, wow. there were um there wasn't yelling there was raise There was um, dad. Dad voice. Was there like um, angry whispering? There was. Um, there was at least one. What the H? Oh wow! <laughs> um, and uh, see, I didn't have to bleep myself, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> did you say
2: h to the amazon representative uh, exactly i
1: used the word? full word
2: oh wow okay i
1: did um oh. uh, yes oh, the no. h e double Aaron. hockey sticks oh no! Oh yeah oh yeah so <sighs> uh how dare i but uh but you know um i have i have found out uh, many things about the the amazon system and how it works and um yeah, and so they understood why I was upset, which was the good thing, and okay. um, and so I kept my, um, I kept my responses more or less in check, and I had had Emily nearby to give me the side eye if I was being unreasonable. <laughs> so you still
2: have an Amazon account?
1: Oh yes, you're not still, banned. Okay, I'm so not banned. It. Oh gosh, no, no, um, <laughs> no. They gave me, um, they gave me a whole lot of credit. And, um, I won't say how much, but, uh, they gave me, they gave me enough that it was worth my while. They refunded the, um, they refunded the bed frame that never arrived. And so then I went and I bought one locally for, for a hundred bucks. So yay. Okay. Well,
2: that's good.
1: So it's a great story, compelling and rich. (laughs) And, uh, the lesson (laughs) is if you have, if there is a legitimate issue and I would say right now is not the time to complain um <laughs> about late deliveries just as a just as a word of caution but right. uh yeah yeah so
0: so that's where we're at all right gonna so it. you're you're going to make it you get you 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 know you you got a floor to lay on so you're going to be fine all right yeah come that's on. right that's right now <laughs> well no we're set up we're good to go
1: no. we've um <laughs> we're on day 3 of however many days we have in our trial to see if to make sure that we actually like it. Um but so far so good. So um now we only have a couple of minutes left here um before Dave has to go to his meeting. And again, we need to honor his time.
2: Yes.
0: yes. So Worst.
2: I can't wait to talk about what I'm reading. That's the next do that. matter of it. business. It. Let's it. go you Okay.
0: Go it.
2: You guys, I'm reading the silent patient. Have you read this?
0: No, but I've heard great oh, things. Go, my goodness. Me. yeah, It's
2: so good. So it's a thriller. And I don't usually read thrillers because, like I said last week, I don't like any kind of violence or darkness. But my sister read the whole thing. It's a psychological thriller. And she told me it was like, it's more about, is this person crazy, you know? <laughs> um, it's so good. It's a woman who um, she... Well, it's kind of it seems kind of obvious that she murdered her husband and then she will not talk. And so she's put in a mental institution and then there's this therapist, forensic psychologist guy, and he's kind of obsessed with trying to get her to talk. And so he switches jobs to this mental institution that's kind of about to go under, like no one in their right mind would go work here, but he's like determined to help her. So it's very interesting. Like, you know, anyway, so I'm kind of in the middle of that. It's so good.
0: Wow. Nice. and
2: i'm also reading what's the other one a tim keller book oh no oh no i don't have it okay making sense of god i haven't read that one yet so oh, i'm reading that yeah. one
1: yeah oh nice yeah
0: good choice I just
2: started that one okay that's all
0: very oh, cool good good yeah, yeah i'll go real quick um I just just fin- oh, I just finished The Killer Angels uh, mm-hmm. uh by Michael Shara, you know about Gettysburg and Aaron, thank you. You I think you got me a copy. Sure did. Um thank you. Yeah, so I finally finished it. I mean, it didn't take long, but it's a uh, you know, I just I, I I I get in these kicks every now and then with so uh, with civil war history and uh it is uh, you know, I've watched the the there's a 3-hour movie back in the early 90s called Gettysburg. And it is, I, I just realized the movie is essentially word for word from the novel, which it makes it a, a little bit wooden at times, but also it's just, the story is fantastic. And it is, if you want to fall in love with history, that's the type of book It's historical fiction. It fills in the gaps with conversations among you know, leaders of both, both the North and the South. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it goes back to those things. You, you realize mistakes being made by both sides, you know, during that time, but also, uh, the speeches, the dialogue, the, uh, you know, just the, the lessons learned from stories like that are fascinating, even 150 years later. So it was a, a welcome read amidst all the craziness right now. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, nice. That's, my, that's my
1: escape. That's so, a good choice. Go back,
0: back in history. Yeah. What do you Very got, Aaron?
1: Cool. Uh, well, I am uh, working my way through um, a book by Kevin Wilson, who is a uh, Tennessee author. Um Called "Nothing to See Here," and so the the basic story is about um, the childhood friend uh, this this woman named uh, this woman who uh, her childhood uh, friend uh, calls her and asks her to be the governess of her stepchildren, who have an unusual trait, which is that whenever they get really really upset, they burst into flames wow <laughs> yes and it takes yeah. place in franklin tennessee really yes. really really oh, so i'm okay. uh i'm i'm a little bit in it's got some language um let's just be clear on that it's got some language but it is uh it's really really good so far okay all right yeah. so good recommendation uh, yeah there we go okay so uh guys that takes care of our very special social distancing bonus episode for uh for this week yay <laughs> oh, we're all alive. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Um, so Lord willing, we will uh we will be back next time with uh with another social distancing episode um after the one that we recorded in Dave's office. So um guys, thanks for hanging out for this. This was a lot of fun. Dave, go to your meeting and uh listeners, do give us your uh sincere, not sincere, um whatever you feel like five star rating and return review. <sighs> on apple podcasts or whatever whatever platform you use to listen to the show and i can't even say words anymore
0: Birds. words words
1: numbers i know it's all the same it's fine <laughs> okay all right uh talk to you later guys bye See you guys.
0: this is an area code podcast